Hello, I'm Jackson Short, and today we talk to our special guest, Emily Bauer, about arts administration, her artfully busy schedule around Cincinnati, and young professional groups and activities to take advantage of this summer. Let's be artful. Hello, and welcome back. This is the first episode of the summer series. We are very excited. Carlos is not able to join us. However, we have a special guest, anywho, and it is Emily Bauer. Um... Say hi, Emily. Hi. <laughs> I would um, like to say hi. So uh, Emily is in our class, the Mamba program. She was on actually episode seven, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we did the missions challenge where I failed miserably. <laughs> um, still sorry about that. Um, so Emily, what are you doing now? Wow. I just am incredibly busy. <laughs> Though my life has uh, lightened a little bit since school ended. Um but right now, I am continuing to work for NAMI, which is not arts-related, but the social services organization. What's that acronym for? National Alliance on Mental Illness, Southwest oh. Ohio. So the organization runs free support groups and education classes um, um, for family members of people dealing with mental illness and um, people that have mental illness themselves. Um, it's a support organization. We also do um, legislative advocacy um, on the state and federal Oh, great. Um, State and federal government um, for advocating for mental health care. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So we just had a big 5K walk um, last weekend that went really well that I ran and managed. And so far, we're ahead of our goal. So that's really great. That's awesome. Um, But that's kind of my standard gig. And then um, I'm also a contractor grant writer at the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center this summer. Um, So I've been spending about half my time there. Um, which has been really fun. And then also on top of that, because I like doing a lot of things, I'm working with an organization called The Hive in Northside. They're two years old. Um, It's a center for art, contemplation, and action. Um, Essentially, it's an art center. You can get memberships. And um, they kind of meld the two arts and mindfulness. So it's a lot of, yeah. So um, right now I'm helping them get kind of an annual fund up underway and some corporate sponsorship opportunities because um, they don't have, I mean, they're two years old, so they don't really have that. Um, but right now I'm taking a soul collage class, which is really fun. Essentially, you just sit down for two hours and make these collages and it's supposed to be like a piece of your unconscious soul coming out and like you can Whoa. kind of become more self-aware through the process. That's so cool. Yeah, they also have yoga classes and just uh, poetry and a lot of, a range of things, but... Yeah, I don't do any arts projects anymore, especially when it comes (laughs) to crafting things. Uh, I actually volunteered with Brittany at the Taft Museum for an Arts Wave event. Mm -hmm. And before, they were making these. um, They have the uh, Tiffany Glass exhibit Mm -hmm, there. And so they were mixing it, and they they were saying, oh, let's make a fun project for kids where you can tape up, you can cut out pieces of little tiny colored pieces of paper, put them on uh, tape, and then hold them up to a mirror and it looks like, you know, glasswork. And I did one. I think Brittany ended up doing like 20 of them. Like she was going crazy. And I did one and I was like, I am so sad on how this came out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not a very crafty <clears throat> person. I like, I enjoy music a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really interesting thing. So that's really interesting that you are able to do that did you pay for that or is it no so well i mean 
Oh, you mean the so the classes? It's kind yeah. of a standard. Like I'm kind of working for my membership, oh, essentially. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's kind of the deal, which is really gracious of them. Um, but I love. I'm a very crafty person, and I used to do. <laughs> I used to do paint, collaging. I used to make jewelry back in the day. Um, so it's kind of cool to get back to doing that. So I've made some cool like collage things. And I'm excited. I'm taking, I'm planning to take their um, abstract drawing class. Whoa. That starts in June. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, that sounds interesting. Yeah. It's really fun. I went to a sampler. They had a sampler event called The Buzz. They do these. They have like two month series of classes. Each class is six weeks. Um, they do kind of a buzz sampler. It's open to the community to come and try all the classes. Yeah. Um, so I was able to sample what they were offering for the next two months. And I sampled that. And I was excited about it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so speaking about things that you like, um, I kind of wanted to uh, go down the path of how you got to where you are today. Sure. Um, and <laughs> what did you do before your arts management and marketing degree? Because you did that as your undergraduate. Yeah, so I have an undergraduate degree. My bachelor's is in marketing, and I have an arts management focus. Interesting. So it actually was a supplementary program. So I was a theater minor, marketing major, and I took like additional classes in arts management and did like some internships. So what did you do before that that got you interested in that degree specifically? Because a theater minor, you were you involved with theater? Before yeah. That? So theater is like my main medium, if that's like a very artsy term, <laughs> the medium. But I'm um, kind of a lover of all arts, mostly. Um, so I grew up in the theater. So I started doing theater in, like, the first grade. Um, and would do theater with school, community theater. I also sang and took dance lessons and voice lessons. And I wanted to be on Broadway for a while. Then I wanted to be a director. And then I wanted to be a producer. And it was kind of in that world. Um, and then in high school, um, I... We went to the dark side, as they say in theater, and started doing tech <laughs> and did run crew and stage managed and stuff like that and really, really enjoyed it. And I even probably enjoyed it more than I did acting. Um, <laughs> and I knew that, like, I didn't... I wanted to be involved in the arts. I wanted to be involved in theater, but I, I liked the management side of it better. I had a similar experience, yeah. especially I... I went to Oberlin for my undergrad and I was doing a performance degree. And then I started doing stage crew mm. where you help run the concerts, uh, the, either the big orchestras or just the solo recitals. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I really enjoyed doing that. And so, yeah, I, I, I get the, I get the, um, interest in once you, once you have a taste of that, you, you really start to like have an urge to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I knew that I wasn't like going like the lifestyle of like moving to New York and trying to make it. And I just wasn't really for me. I yeah. wanted something a little more stable, especially as a performer. It's a, it's a difficult yeah. road. I just didn't think that that was like a career path. Yeah. Like for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so you ended up doing your degree in marketing mm -hmm. <laughs> with a theater minor yeah. and an arts management focus. Mm -hmm. So having that theater minor versus an arts management focus how did those two either mix or conflict sure so i think a part of the program at bw baldwin wallace university is where i went to undergrad woo -woo, go yellow jackets um it, a part of it was like i had to have a business component and an arts component so you either had to be a theater like a arts major and a business minor or vice versa that's really smart yeah so i decided to just be a i went I, honestly i knew i wanted to do business be a business major I wasn't sure like what avenue and my advisor at the time was just like you should try marketing so I just got into marketing and never left because I, I thought since maybe I was a creative person that marketing would probably be a good fit yeah and it ended up being um but with the theater minor it was interesting because 
I was always in like several different places. So, like the theater department and the conservatory were different at BW. Yeah. They were separate. So I was in the conservati- conservatory for arts and men, arts management there. I was in the theater department for my theater minor. And then I was in the business school. So like I was kind of everywhere. Yeah. But it was interesting. It was te- very technical theater. I took classes like script analysis. I took a um, shop class where we built things and painted things. Yeah. Um, I took collaborative which was basically I was the director and I had a, my scenic design crew and I, we kind of designed a show. So definitely more arts focused. And then I had this like business focus of development, advertising, PR. Um, and my program partnered a lot with, it was fun for me being a theater person. Our program partnered with Playhouse Square a lot. Um, oh, great. They had a relationship with them. So we interned there. So I got to do a lot of theater management stuff. So do you think that tech experience and having to do both degrees not Mm. being able to just do one if you didn't uh doing both degrees do you think that that pushed you more towards oh i want to be an administrator in the arts not just an administrator in general yeah i think that it kind of kept because i had to do like um for my minor i had to do like i had to i had to be on stage crew or like be an asm like assistant stage manager stage manager is like a credit so like it was kind of like i still got to be within the art not like I didn't have to sever that part of me completely Mm -hmm. but it was definitely I don't know what the word is like flourished my um grew maintained my love of the arts and like being a participant in that yeah but it also solidified for me that I did not want to be a professional like I actually thought about doing a stage management degree in undergrad interesting yeah I thought I looked at CCM thought about doing stage management but it solidified for me that that wasn't for me either so it also pushed me farther into arts and men, I'd say. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, and so now you are one of the people in our cohort um, of 11 mm. that took a year or took three, how many, years. three years before yeah. you did your master's. Yeah. So what did you do in between doing your undergrad and the master's? Sure. So I graduated December of 2013 with my bachelor's um, and, and then I... Stayed in Cleveland and I worked for, I got a job at a, an American Endowment Foundation, a national donor advised fund. Cool. So basically I was on the grant making side of philanthropy, um, though I was in what they call business development or what I would call business development and marketing, talking to financial advisors about their clients, charitable giving yeah, and trying to encourage them to create a donor advised fund which essentially is a charitable giving vehicle similar to a private foundation, but without the minimum distribution requirements. Like private foundations have to distribute, I think, 5% per year of their funds. Or donor advised fund, there's no distribution requirement. You just give it to the foundation. Then whenever you want to make a grant to, say, Playoffs in the Park or wherever, you can do that. So I also traveled with them. I'd go to like conferences and stuff and represent the foundation. So that was interesting. So you went from doing primarily with your marketing degree Mm. to going into a more fundraising development uh, job. Mm. And I know that you're now probably more interested in development now Mm. with all the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Um, What was that transition like? Going from, oh, so yeah. So after the American Dabba Foundation, I I went to Cincinnati Ballet um, and I was hired originally as their board, as their development assistant and board liaison. So I did all of the meeting prep and worked with the executive committee and the nominating committee um, and then I moved into doing, having more responsibilities within the development department, like the annual fund and stuff like that. 
So I moved from a very like, yeah, business development kind of position to fundraising. Yeah. So, um, and then I kind of, I guess working at the foundation made me realize that I wanted, I preferred fundraising, like being on the ground in an organization that's actually doing something and having uh, has programming yeah. at the foundation. Like I had no idea. Like I knew where the funds were going because I could see the list of all the charities that we were supporting, but I didn't really know what the funds were doing. You know what I mean? You weren't directly impacted. Yeah. Cause my organization didn't do anything specifically. Like we didn't have run programs. We were just a yeah. holding tank essentially yeah. for funds. So I knew that I, and I really enjoyed that. And then at the ballet, I really grew to really, really love it and enjoy getting to know the people and getting to know the dancers and being a part of all the programming that is stressful at times. But yeah. when you watch the show or um, take a class or something, you realize that what you're doing is great. Yeah. So. And that's why I actually, I had a similar feeling when I was an undergrad and having to do um, more arts at men stuff. And I, I think I said this in the last episode um, and I start to enjoy the the aspect of getting the resources or helping somebody create art more than I did actually creating the art myself mm. um, and then consuming the art once it actually was on the stage or, you know, in the place that they were performing. And I got, you know, great joy in knowing that I was a part of that process. Um, and so now you're doing the arts at men degree. Mm. Um, what brought you to Cincinnati to do that? Um, well, I grew up in Cincinnati. Well, I grew up in greater Cincinnati. I grew up in Fairfield, okay. Ohio, which is about 30 minutes north of here, th- northwest. Um, it, it was a combination of things. So like, I was in Cleveland for six years doing my bachelor's and then working. And I moved back to Cincinnati to work for the ballet. Um, and then I always knew about CCM's program. Like CCM is, you know, CCM. So it was, <laughs> I knew about the arts admin program actually in undergrad and I realized it was a master's program, so they couldn't do it. Yeah. So I always knew ab- about CCM's program. So then it just, the time was right to, you know, apply and it kind of worked out. Well, good. <laughs> Thank- Thankfully. <laughs> uh, what's the thing that you're enjoying most about the program right now? Um, ooh. What I'm enjoying most, I think what I'm enjoying most is First of all, I mean, being among peers that have similar interests and nerd out about the same things I nerd out about is really cool. Oh, yeah. Like yourself, Jackson. Oh, thanks. And <laughs> meeting new people, of course. Um, the opportunities that it's brought me as far as getting to know people, more people in the space here in Cincinnati um, and getting to try new things like um, with the Freedom Center um, opportunity. And then also just what I've been learning, I think the high level, bigger picture strategy piece um, is really valuable. So how do you think your undergrad differed from now what you're learning in your master's? My undergrad was more, the program was great. I I love the arts management program at BW and now it's actually a major. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So after I left, of course, but I will forgive (laughs) them. It is totally fine. And I got a lot of good internship experience there. I think what the difference is, is, because it was just kind of a supplementary program, mm-hmm. I didn't we didn't delve as deep into certain subject matter that we do at CCM. Yeah. Especially with regard to um financial management. Yeah. Like we didn't do I mean I did like accounting and, and business school. 
but it was very uh, more high, like cursory, I'd say. Like it was kind of like the basics. Fundamental. The fundamentals of what you need to know. Development was combined with, you know, kind of advertising PR. There was a little bit of development. You got some basic management idea of how arts organizations operate, which was great. It was the foundation, I'd say. Okay. And you feel like your master's is more just rounding out or adding to it? I say it's adding to it. I say it's going definitely a level deeper. Okay. Um, I mean, particularly with me, also because I have, ex- like, I've worked, you know, in the field of marketing development, um, it's adding to it. It's like sprinkling some extra yeah. tips and, and information and uh, best practices. But I think the meat of it for me is tr- strategic management, financial management, being like if you were the executive director of an organization. Yeah. And I think that the reason why I ask is because, um, I mean, I did a performance degree and I know mostly um, everyone in the program, I think there are a few exceptions, mm-hmm. um, went through either a performance degree or education or a really specific um, branch of business. Mm-hmm. And then transition to you know now we're focusing on the arts now we're focusing on specific uh categories of jobs that you can get Mm -hmm. you know fundraising um just development work in general marketing uh pr you know all that stuff so it's really interesting to talk to you about you know an undergrad version of that because Mm -hmm. um I know there aren't a lot of programs that are doing it, but they're now becoming a lot more accessible yeah, to people. They are. And especially now, just even with, you know, BW, like they, that's a new thing from Devon major. So I'm sure it's like, they have a development class. And a, they dig into all of that. And they probably have a financial management class. I haven't talked um, to my presser there about it, but I'm sure they have all those. But when I was there, it was kind of, you know, the cursory stuff plus the internship. Um, I think it was more marketing. I think my focus then was in marketing too. Yeah. Especially since the marketing degree. Like I thought I was going to be a marketer. And then I ended up not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I definitely see the value in it of, of course. Um, but I don't know. I didn't come from a program that was strictly arts management either. So, yeah. And so now once you graduate, which it's in a year, and that's terrifying. <laughs> Um, once you graduate and you become a master of the arts and <laughs> all of, of that, what do you hope to do afterwards? Oh my gosh. That's the big question. You know, it's, it's funny. I hate that question in interviews. People are like five years from now, where do you see yourself? I'm like, I don't know. Does anyone know that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always answered employed. Yeah. I, I gave a very, I always give a very like, <laughs> I always give a very like, I give the same answer. I'm like, well, I hope to continue working here and then grow my skills. Yeah. You know, it's very, anyway, so I hate that question. Um, but I definitely see myself continuing the development track. That's obviously where my focus is now. I want to someday um, be a director of development or executive rising up the ranks through development, um, institutional advancement. Um, possibly, like originally when I started, originally when I started the program, I wanted to be an executive director. Okay. Um We'll see <laughs> if that's um, still what I want to do. It just, I don't know. Um, but that's kind of the trajectory. I just want to keep advancing. Um, as far as where I want to be, who knows? As far as geographically, I'm open to different things. Likely, maybe New York um, st- or staying here. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, we have one more year and then we're out and 
doing way more than we are Mm. now um and you know it's 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 a scary thing (laughs) it is a scary (laughs) thing but i think it's exciting and like i'm excited to start applying like i'm excited to it's different it's weird this and i'm going off on a tangent but coming back to school after three years not being in school it's definitely an adjustment for me i knew it was going to be um but i'm kind of already ready to be like all right i need (laughs) to work no more homework please school is harder than work i shouldn't say that but school is harder than work yeah i mean i kind of get that as well because yeah i have to work i mean depending on your work you can kind of leave it at least leave it at the end of the day sometimes but so okay well let's go on to talking about yp opportunities so I asked Emily to be on the podcast today because she is a part of a couple young professional groups and more specifically, she's a part of a pretty massive one in the arts around Cincinnati, which is the Young Professionals Choral Collective. Hmm. Um, First of all, how did you get involved with this organization? Sure. So um, when I moved back to Cincinnati from Cleveland, oh gosh, when was it now? Two, Two years ago? Over a little over two years ago, um, my friend Catherine from high school was in the choir because she also sings and we did theater together in high school. And she was like, "You should check out this group." Like I was looking for ways to like get involved with because I hadn't been I hadn't lived here since I was eighteen. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, you should come check out the group." So I went to a concert with her and saw them at Ryan Guys, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And then I signed up for the next cycle that. Uh, fall i saw their spring cycle so so what does ypcc do ypcc is as you say the young professionals choral collective we're a yp group of people ages 21 to 45 that get together for six week concert cycles so we're a self-producing arts organization of uh, choral music concert so we have a fall cycle um, a fall concert. We have our winter gala. Oh, sorry. I skipped. We have a caroling cycle. So we have the fall. We have caroling. We have the winter gala cycle. And then we have the spring cycle, which is what we're in now. Okay. Mm. Um, and so caroling as in Christmas carols? Yeah, or? Christmas caroling. So I should also add, so we have a, the main choir, the main roster that gets together for six weeks. We rehearse. We do a concert. How big is the choir? Do you know? <sighs> um. We currently have, thou- like, I think over, it's, I probably outdated on these numbers, but probably over a thousand people on our roster. Wow. Yeah. I think That's we're above, well above that now. Kellyanne will be like, Emily, you know, we have way more than that. Um, but so we have on the roster, so they get the emails. Um, but cur- I think per cycle, we probably have like 150 singers, I'd say, per cycle. That's a pretty massive quality. Yeah. So basically you can sign up to be in the roster. The commitment is only for six weeks. So like if you can't do a whole year of concert programming, you can just sign up for the six weeks. And then That's take pretty a break flexible. And then, or you could just continue. Yeah. So it's super flexible for people's schedules, which is why it's so popular. We also have um, a chamber choir. Now it's a new thing. Um, it's a, an auditioned choir. Oh, so you don't have to audition for yeah, the big choir. So to be in the main choir, there's no audition at all, which is awesome. You can That's just come really and show great. up and sing. Um, and they also, um, provide rehearsal tracks. So if you're not, if you don't, uh, read music or, um, yeah, if you don't read music, you can listen to the, like, listen to the notes. They can play the notes so you can practice on your own. Oh, that's yeah, really we have, cool. They post them to the website so you can like listen to 
uh, someone playing your part, like if you're an alto or whatever. So you don't have to be like an avid music. You no, know. no. We have a lot of people in the choir that have never sung before. That in is a choir. so cool. Yeah. I love that. So it ranges from like music teachers and people that like, you know, did this kind of like me. I did this in high school. I took voice lessons. I competed in acapella choirs and stuff in high school um, to people that, you know, just moved to Cincinnati and are looking for something fun to do. Okay. So this is a message to Carlos. We need to sign up for this like ASAP. Yeah. Do it. I want everyone. To, I brought Car- I brought Carlos to an after and we rehearse on Tuesdays. Then after every rehearsal, we, we go to a, a local bar and have beers and That's awesome. do all I that fun that. stuff. So I brought Carlos to one of those and he met some of the people and I told people that he was a pros- a prospect. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why do you keep introducing me like that? I'm like, cause you're going to join the choir. Come on, Carlos. So, but they're really great group of people. Um, and they're really open, welcoming and great. You know, a lot of people new in town just kind of flock to it cause it's, there's a social element to it. That's awesome. Yeah. And so you said you have a non, uh, audition group. Yeah. And you have the audition group, which is the chamber group. Yeah. So we have the, the chamber group is new. This is a brand new thing that just started this year. Um, they have a concert in June. So they were an audition group. Is that on the same cycle? No. So it's different. So the main cycles that I'm talking about, the fall caroling is auditioned because, well, <laughs> if you're going out, we have community carolers, carolers too that go out into different do gigs. Oh, okay. And like quartets and octets and they are auditioned. But if you're doing the main big concert, it's auditioned. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, they're not part of the main cycle that I'm talking about. The chamber choir has their own concert cycle that is separate from. Um, and it's, that's a year commitment. Oh, wow. So the okay. commitment is bigger. Um, but they have their concert, our concert, the main cycle is in May 23rd. Yeah, that's and next Thursday, right? A Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Next Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday. And the um, chamber choir is in June. And then also, I should add, we also have a group called On Call, which is what I'm also in. So it's basically a group that is on call to do random gigs around town. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I I get the emails and say, hey, like we need someone to sing like the Star Single Banner or we need like I'm doing a, um, a fundraiser for a cat adoption center or cool. organization and we're going to sing at their fundraiser, you know, stuff like that where they need like last minute people. So I do that. So that encompasses, I think, all of the programmatic pieces wow that's that's a lot yeah it's a lot it is a lot it depends but it's it's great because people that really want to be like super into it can like do it all year long yeah and all the time but then people that just kind of want to come check it out do it for a couple weeks and like take a break like there's something for everybody yeah and so you aren't just singing but you also have a leadership role right (laughs) i do um i being me, being the <laughs> overachieving, over-involved person that I that I am, and I'm working on it. I'm working on trying to <laughs> scale back. Um, I um, am the fundraising co-chair of the fundraising committee with my partner in crime, Ellen Kessler. Shout out to you, Ellen. Um, so essentially, but what I do, I don't do anything. Our committee does not do anything as with regard to like annual fund, corporate sponsorship, like solicitation, we just do the fundraising events. Okay. And singer and singer fundraising. We kind of lead the fundraising effort for singers to give. Um, but we also do like, you know, at 
for our holiday concert, the caroling cycle, we did like a rat. We put a raffle basket together and have the raffle at the concert oh, at the after party. We I put actually, that. I, I um the gala was not too long ago, and oh, yeah. Carlos yeah. and I actually um, volunteered, and we were helping run one of the raffle booths for the silent auction. Yeah, um, which was really fun. You guys put on a party. Oh my goodness. Mm. Um. I don't remember the band's name that was there. They're Cincy really, Brass. The Cincy Brass. I love that. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, the, the party was rocking and I wasn't <laughs> able to go to the concert cause I was just volunteering. I yeah. just gotten off of work, but I mean, I heard it was amazing. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. That's great. That was a lot of work. And that's the biggest thing that my, my community does and all shout out to all of the wonderful people on, on the fundraising committee. They're all singers that they help secure raffle items, silent auction items. Um, and, put that together yeah. so that's really exciting and the concert itself is really fun the evening is great i love cincy brass i'm a big fan yeah <laughs> i follow them around town um so yeah i'm glad you could be there i'm glad you and carlos could be there to help out because that was huge too getting all the volunteers together yeah to help make that night successful so the ypcc is just one of uh several uh young professional groups around cincinnati uh, we wanted to talk just briefly about a couple more that you can look into as a young professional. Um, the groups around Cincinnati, uh, I know that the um, CSO and the Pops have uh, the Encore, which is uh, their young professional group. Um, I know Cincinnati Ballet has a young professional mm-hmm. group. Um, Artswave Young Professionals is also a thing. Um Cincinnati Opera's Center Stage uh, Board Associates are also a young professional group. Um, And all of them have events uh, year-round. And I definitely suggest uh, checking out... uh, We'll make sure that there's links uh, in the description for all of these groups. Uh, Make sure to check them out because they do a lot of stuff. And especially if you're interested in the arts, uh, try to go to an event. Try to, you know, if they have membership... Sign up for an emailing list. Sign up for, you know, get uh, find them on social media. You know, all that stuff is available so that you can be more involved in those organizations because they work really closely with the organizations that sponsor them. Um, Encore is constantly going to CSO and POPs events, um, and I know all the other ones do as well. Um, are there any other groups I'm missing? As I know, know there the, are a lot of in them. In the arts? Yeah. Um, I, think you, I think you have the biggies. Um, with regard to um, arts-specific YP groups that are affiliated with arts organization. Yeah, like Cincinnati Ballet Young Professionals, previously called Attitude, but they renamed it. Gotcha. Um, That's what I knew them as. Um, So they get discounts to Club B, which is their big spring fundraiser dance party. It's really fun. Um, Of course they have a dance party. I know. Well, they have to. They're a dance company. (laughs) They got to have a big dance party. But... um, so the Cincinnati Ballet Young Professionals um, are involved with that. And they have a committee that's involved with planning that, planning like a YP ticket promotion, like after party. So they have, if you want to be an actively involved in pl- helping to plan events, I think these committee, uh, these groups are great because they utilize YPs to connect to other YPs. Yeah. Um, and f- do a lot of fundraising and uh, marketing for these organizations and organizations need these people to be involved um, to reach that audience yeah. to really be on the ground advocating for, for the organization and bringing people to show. So yeah, you get ticket packages, you get special discounts. 
on events, um, as well as have a chance to have a, like a leadership role and, you know, add that to your, I was almost said, put that feather in your cap, you know, <laughs> like that <laughs> to your toolbox of like an opportunity to really be, um, actively involved. Yeah. And, um, going along the lines of connecting to other YPs and mm. also other young professional groups just in general. Um, in Cincinnati, we also have Hype, mm. um, which is an organization that helps you connect to other young professional groups. Um, go on their website. We'll link to it. Uh, they have all the young professional groups in Cincinnati, including like Cincinnati YP. Um, Hype has all of those arts organizations. That's actually where I went to find the organizations for this episode. Mm. Um, and, they're constantly putting, you said you went to a mixer, right? Yeah. So hype harvesting young professional energy was, um, at this mixer I was at. I should also, I do want to throw out that there's also a, um, um, young nonprofit professionals group. Oh, okay. So a little bit more broad. Yeah. In Cincinnati, like I was part of the one in Cleveland. It was called what? YNPN Cleveland. YNPN. There's a YNPN Cincy. And I've been okay. meaning to go, I will get there. YNPN. I'm meaning to go to their, they have mixers around town, but it's a broader, yeah, it's, but that's actually would be a good group to get involved with too, as far as in, you know, connecting across the, um, in just the meat industries of the nonprofit world. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I went to YPCC actually, um, was invited to be part of a mixer, um, that actually the young professional group at the Talbert house put together okay. in partnership with Graydon head, a law firm downtown in their beautiful offices with the food and drinks. And essentially it was like this big pitch. Um, so Kellyanne, um, the artistic director of YPCC came and gave a pitch about YPCC and two YPs who want to get involved in the community. So it's a lot of YPs. In yeah. It was a, a lot of YPs, <laughs> a lot of Y's and P's. Um, but they were all get together and they, and each organization's YP group. Um, so it was like St. Joseph orphanage was there. Um, Cincinnati YP was there, um, um, like Boys and Girl Club, Boys and Girls Club YP group was there, um, making a pitch for why you should be involved with their YP group. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I so like it was that. really cool. So I got to hear about all these different groups, not just in the arts, um, and different opportunities. You could sign up to get information and talk to the leaders of these YP groups. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I just. I was awesome. It was a great event, and I love that uh, they were able to partner with Great and Head um, to open open their space to kind of connect people. So there are all kinds of events like that. It's just a matter of finding out about them. And, well, uh, I will say that we, um, the Artfuls, have started to release a weekly uh, agenda that is happening uh, around Cincinnati, where it's uh, different arts events. Uh, we're also d uh, promoting young professional events. And so for any of those young professional groups out there that may be listening to this podcast, mm -hmm. um, make sure to send us your information about your events. Um, I'm talking to you, Hype. I'm talking to you, Encore. <laughs> like all those people. Send us your information so we can get uh, more people to go to your events, um, hopefully if they listen to the agenda. And we'll make sure that we let you know about all those events because, you know, you know, it's the hype is the harnessing young professional energy. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, and so we will try to promote all those events so more people can uh, hear about them. Yeah. And I will say that is like harvesting young professional energy. <laughs> I just like saying that. Um, yeah. It's really great, especially for I love these arts organizations that have these YP groups. Um, and I think uh, young professionals, really a big component is 
the social component oh, absolutely. of like of why they get involved. They really like going to events and I and they really like connecting with other people. We're a very social uh what's the word? A social um our generation. Yeah. Very social. And they like to be actively engaged in planning events and feeling like they have a part in it, but also just connecting with other people. Um, and I think that's why YPCC is so successful. Yeah, I love the idea of, you know, you go to a rehearsal, but then you go to a bar afterwards and like hang out with the people that yeah. you just you just created art with. Yeah. And I, I love that. It's awesome. And be part of be part of the art too. Like not just even that, it's like a double double um kind of thing where you can be part of the art making process. You can be social, especially if you're in your town making new friends, expanding your horizons. And also opportunities like, you know, I'm on this, the committee is a leadership opportunity as well. You have opportunities to be more engaged. And I think YP groups that do that and really actively engage as well as well as provide a social opportunity for their constituents is how you're going to get YPs really involved, which yeah. is important. Uh, speaking of which, let's move on to a couple things in the schedule. So, um, as some of you may know, we are starting to do a um, weekend agenda, basically, um, every Thursday where we talk about stuff that's happening this weekend. Um, however, one of the things we didn't mention was the YPCC event um, because it is right before we uh, release uh, that episode. So, Emily is here to talk about it just a little bit. Emily, what is when and where is the YPCC event? Sure. So the next YPCC concert is on Wednesday, May 23rd at Old St. Mary's Church in OTR. It's on East 13th Street. It's a beautiful, um, just a beautiful venue. Um, but it's from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Um, it's a little bit longer um, for us because we actually have guests choirs with us. Oh, great. Um, we're singing um, Cincinnati Boy Choir will be there. And um, Classical Roots. Oh, awesome. Choir. Yeah, we'll be there. So there's two, one and a half, two pieces that we're singing with all the choirs combined. So it's really um, neat. And then each choir will have their separate set. That's awesome. So, and I mean, at rehearsal. Oh, also, I should say afterwards, there is an after party Woo. in true YBCC fashion at Below <laughs> Zero directly following the concert. Oh, so great. Um. Uh, but a rehearsal uh, the other night, <clears throat> if I'm getting my voice back, hopefully I'll be able to sing. I was, I couldn't really sing much at rehearsal, so I'm kind of like crossing my fingers that my voice will be completely back. Um, it was awesome to hear these choirs sing. Like Cincinnati Boy Choir, they have their ambassador choir there. Their choir is actually going to South Africa. Wow. Um, in a few weeks. Um, and... I'm just blown away by the talent. And same with classical roots. Like they're just phenomenal. And it was so fun to, to do that rehearsal, even though my voice was a little not up <laughs> to, um, up to where, where it usually is, <laughs> but you should all come out. Um, you can get tickets. If you visit YPCC sing dot org, you can find the link to get tickets um, to the concert, the Eventbrite link. And tickets are between $15 and $25. Oh, that's um, I actually... think it's depending. I think there's a student rate um, or a powder rate. But, yeah, um, it should be a good time. It's a beautiful venue. Um, we're singing Long Live Song is the name of the concert. <laughs> I should say that. Awesome. It's about the generations, and it's sacred music. 
Um, so we have some Ubikari toss in there. Um, we're singing um, a Kyrie um, and a South African um, tune as well and some other um, things. So um, it, I'm really enjoying the music and it should be a good time. So you should come out. Yeah, it should be an amazing concert. Um, I'm going to try to be there. Um, make sure to check it out and go to the website to get some tickets. Um, and that is pretty much all she wrote for uh, <laughs> this podcast. Um, make sure to rate, subscribe, and comment. You can see more of me, Jackson, on Instagram and Twitter at Manage the Arts. And you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Artfuls Podcast. And or send us any questions through our email at artfulspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to look up YPCC on Facebook, Twitter, and I think they have an Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be able to see more of them and make sure to get involved. Um, it is in a wonderful organization. I, I think I'll have to try the next cycle. You have to. I'll definitely try. Join us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. Emily, thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you, Jackson. And as always, have an artful day. Thank you.